Timeout when there's gaps in coverage. Every team needs a player that they can count on to help out. Aflac Supplemental Insurance can help close the gap between what health insurance covers and what it doesn't. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Aflac pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. Get help with expenses that health insurance does not cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Made it to a Thursday. It's hour one. Come on in. Stay a while. Got a game coming up tonight. The Raiders, six and a half point favorites at the Rams. Chris Sims from NBC Sports, Football Night in America will join us. Also check in with Lewis Riddick from the Mothership a little bit later on as well. The Padres... Keep trying to spend money. They're loading up. They added Xander Bogarts. We'll talk about that coming up. And the Buffalo Bills have lost Vaughn Miller for the rest of the season. Phone number is 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. We say good morning. If you're watching on Peacock, that's our streaming partner. Download the app you can watch for free. Also, our radio affiliates around the country, iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio, We have operator Tyler standing by for your phone calls. A little bit later on today, we'll let you know how you can vote for the most valuable and least valuable Danette. Also, it's been suggested that we have a most improved Danette and a least improved Danette. Yes, Paulie? Also, I heard last night a Danette Rookie of the Year, which seems like it's going to be overwhelming. Who Mm. knows, though? Okay. But Seton feels like a rookie, too, because he left the front row, went into the back row to replace McLovin. Like Ichiro going from the Japanese League yes. to the MLB. Yes, yes, Seton. I mean, I'm not trying to get nasty, but for some reason, Marvin's getting a lot of credit for replacing McLovin <laughs> when he's really kind of in my spot. Well, what's tougher, to replace you or replace McLovin? Well, there is no replacing me, Dan. <laughs> I'm still here. Poll question, play of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day, brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. You have one week, 
December 15th, last day to guarantee shipping for your orders on danpatrick.com. WNBA star Brittany Griner has been released from a Russian detention uh, prison, and uh, the president, Joe Biden, just uh, announced that. CNN is uh, reporting that there was a swap with Brittany Griner and a uh, convicted Russian arms dealer, Victor Bout. The swap did not include another American that the State Department has declared wrongfully detained. That's Paul Whelan. So right now, Brittany uh, Griner is headed home. Uh, Paul Whelan, a, a Marine, is still in Russia. That's all we have uh, on that story right now. But uh, the president said at the White House earlier today, she's safe, she's on a plane, and she's on her way home. Now you have the game coming up tonight, and who would have thought if I would have said, I don't know, a couple of months ago, hey, that Thursday night game, the Rams and the Raiders, the Raiders are going to be favored by almost a touchdown. And you know who the Rams starting quarterback's going to be? Well, could be Baker Mayfield. You'd be like, wait, 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 hold on here. Hold on. Baker Mayfield with the Rams, and the Rams are almost a touchdown underdog at home. Yep. Welcome to the NFL, where never say never. And that's the possibility coming up tonight. Here's Sean McVay on the possibility of Baker Mayfield starting tonight. As far as his status for tomorrow, we're working through that kind of stuff. Um, We just finished up. I mean, he literally just got here last night. Really, we felt like it it upgraded our quarterback room. Gives us a chance to to have him in the building, and and we'll see how it goes, and we'll take it a day at a time. And I was wondering about this, because could Baker Mayfield just – you know, one day show up and go, I'm going to be the quarterback for the Rams. I'm able to be the starting quarterback. And I wondered about this. Let's say you have an Italian restaurant in New York and you want to open up an Italian restaurant in Italy. And you want to do that 24 hours later. I'm going to guess you're speaking a different language. You don't know what that language is, but you're going to go over there, open up a restaurant, and all of a sudden you're going to go, wait, um, what's gravy? What sauce? What? Wait, what's this? He's going to go in and say, uh, wait a minute, so what's your, uh, your skinny post called? Or what do you do this? What's your terminology for this? Because he's got to connect with everybody, try to absorb this. Now, I'm sure that there's only so many routes that you can run, but it's the terminology he's going to have to learn today for tonight. Yes, Eden. Now, granted, I've never played football. Uh, on any like actual competitive level, shocking enough. <laughs> but based on the way that analysts talk about the position, I always got the impression that what quarterbacks did when they got to the line of scrimmage was nothing short of landing a rocket on Mars. That it was just so complicated. You don't understand the schemes that they're doing all this stuff. And really, all it is is different words. Like, well, you call this a dig, I call it a yeah. out. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Well, we'll talk to Chris Sims from Football Night in America, former quarterback. I mean, how can you just show up and a day later be like, oh, yeah, I can start. No problem. I thought it was like, is it is is he such a genius mm. that he can dumb down the system mm. or is the system not that mm. brilliant? I don't know how many plays you can call and do you kind of uh, condense the playbook here just to help him, but then you're hurting your team in the process. But to be able to walk in and all of a sudden go, and maybe it's backyard stuff. Maybe it's like, um, hey, uh, just go down like seven yards and then turn in. Go to the bumper and yeah, cut. Yeah. <laughs> go to the I'll manhole. Yeah. Go to the manhole cover and then I'll uh, throw it to you. But we'll talk to Chris about that. 
And if you start to break this down, you know, the Rams are just three and nine. No Cooper Cup, no Matthew Stafford, no Aaron Donald. But the Raiders are the interesting part here because they're five and seven. And we were wondering if Josh McDaniels was going to be able to hold on to his job. You would think this would be an easy win for the Raiders. You would think. But, you know, they go into this game. They got weapons. Josh Jacobs has been unbelievable. And as crazy as it may sound, the Las Vegas Raiders may not be dead just yet. Paulie, give me the schedule for the Raiders moving forward. Raiders tonight, they had the Rams six-and-a-half-point favorite. They will be favored, as of right now, uh, hosting the Patriots next week. Mm-hmm. They will be at the Steelers versus the 49ers with a backup quarterback, mm-hmm. a third-string quarterback, mm-hmm. and then to end the season versus the Chiefs in a game the Ooh. Chiefs may not need, Ooh. Ooh. which would be interesting if the Chiefs maybe rested starters and the Raiders needed that game. Mm. Back to you. But right now, five and seven going into this game. This program brought to you by Discover. We can uh, talk about how you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time, and you can do that with Discover, which is amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms do apply. Seton O'Connor poll question today. Got one here from Paul. Okay. Which is fun. Uh, If you had to bet on one to make the Hall of Fame, Matthew Stafford, Russell Wilson. This was a no-brainer last year because I would have said Russell Wilson, even though Matthew Stafford had his, uh, his Super Bowl. But I, I think the consistency with Russell Wilson probably would have overshadowed Matthew Stafford going to two Super Bowls. Yes, did throw the ill-advised pass. <sighs> yeah, Paul. This is a faux poll question. I wrote it to get the pause reaction from the room. Mm. This, this should actually not be close whatsoever if you look at their careers. Mm. Matthew Stafford is an under 500 quarterback who made one Pro Bowl. Yeah. Russell Wilson is a guy who's 107 and 61 in his career, mm-hmm. been to two Super Bowls, and is a nine-time Pro Bowler mm-hmm. and has 300 touchdowns to 92 picks. But the recency bias affected that poll question. Matthew Stafford, he's got a Super Bowl, and he's injured, so it's not his fault the Rams stink. And Russell Wilson's having by far the worst season of his career, not even close. But their careers aren't really that close. But we always gave Stafford credit, not blame, when the Lions didn't make the playoffs. He'd be like, man, he uh, threw for 5,000 yards. What's he supposed to do? Yeah. What's he supposed to do? (laughs) Um, (laughs) But it feels like this is pile on Russell Wilson. And people are still piling on. What if I said in August... Baker Mayfield will be the starting quarterback for the Rams. Russell Wilson will be the quarterback of the worst offense in football. Two former Alabama quarterbacks will be MVP candidates in Jalen Hurts and Tua Tonga-Vailoa. And the Lions will have a better record than the Rams and the Packers and the Cardinals. What would be the most far-fetched on there? I would say Baker Mayfield would be the Rams' starting quarterback. (laughs) Because you would go, okay, what happened to Matthew Stafford? And then what happened with Baker Mayfield, uh, the Browns, and then Carolina, and that he would be the starting quarterback as well. I thought the Lions were going to be on the cusp of being a playoff team. And, and they may end up with eight wins this year, which would be saying a lot. Russ, with that offense, that's surprising. Hurts and Tua, I don't think it's as far-fetched. We saw glimpses of Jalen. Tua would be the one that would be the outlier here where I might go, wow, MVP candidate. 
But he's been. I mean, he should be. Uh, what else do we have this morning there, Seton? Well, I got a, a couple from Todd if you want to oh, uncork those. Oh, no. Okay. I mean, okay. Wow, nice enthusiasm. <laughs> well, I never know if it's tongue-in-cheek. They're usually kind of tongue-in-cheek. Okay, but, but I didn't see these yet. You have not. They're not inappropriate or anything, but I think they're cute. Because you sent me some inappropriate ones <laughs> I did. earlier today. I definitely did. Yes. But, not you, for but you did send those to me. I did. That was good. Okay. All right. All right. So you're not inappropriate poll question? If Baker Mayfield starts for the Rams tonight, I'm more likely to watch. I'm less likely to watch. I'm watching Monday Night Football regardless of who the QBs are. Well, it'll be tough because it's Thursday night. <laughs> God, that's awesome. <laughs> I'm watching Thursday Night Football. Yeah, Thursday Night <laughs> <laughs> I don't want you to go, where's Joe Buck and Troy Aikman? Yeah, I'm glad you brought that to my attention. That actually and, and would be you, Thursday Night Football. And really. you wrote that down. I wrote, I'm watching MNF regardless <laughs> of who the QBs are. A T it wasn't like you were going off the top of your head. No. You, you wrote that I down. I was reading okay. it off of something I actually <laughs> wrote. And Dan, I love nothing better that you didn't correct him when he sent that to you. I would never have realized that unless you guys brought it up. <clears throat> okay. Uh... <laughs> Well, I'm watching, but Baker playing starting uh, makes it a more intriguing matchup. And the fact that it uh, is a Monday night game yeah, on Thursday night. That's a good That's point. fascinating. Hey, where's well. Troy Aikman? Yeah. Wait, what's Al Michaels doing on this game? Uh, <laughs> he didn't seem to find this game tonight. Do you have any other poll questions? The other one was off um, of Steve Kerr and a tough loss against the Jazz. If a reporter asks you what happened in the final moments of a game you just lost, you should understand the journalist is just doing his or her job and explain what went wrong as best you can, or... Have an attitude and say, you watched. You're asking me what happened? I probably need the sound of this to go along with your poll question. Yeah, probably. Do we have Steve Kerr I would hope. Post-game? That's a, that, was a pretty, that was one of the highlight bites of the night. Marv, do we have Steve Kerr? So it's on Marvin now. Yeah, I'm putting him on the do spot. We have Steve- this is all about MVD. This is, everybody's setting each other up. Nobody told Todd about his typo. Todd didn't tell Marvin about the sound. It is getting <laughs> wow. ugly right really now. Is. It is getting ugly. Wow. Ruthless. Wow. Ruthless. Is there a subterfuge? <laughs> there is a subterfuge. Yeah. <laughs> Marv, did you get the Steve Kerr soundbite? I didn't because oh, Marvin. Oh, wow. Marvin. Yeah, I know. That sounds crazy, right? Did Todd <laughs> tell you to get the Steve, Ger- uh, Steve Kerr soundbite where he got a little snappy with a reporter? You know, it's crazy because as a matter of fact, he didn't. Okay. <laughs> he just expected me to know it. Okay. Exactly. That's that's pretty much the way this room works. It's yeah, we don't tell anybody what to do. We just expect you to know. So to this do, is do it. there's sabotage going on right now. <laughs> the stakes are high, he and I understand. Sure if he should have shown up. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, Marvin with a shot back. Here. See that backfires though. Todd gave us that bit of gold. It's one probably his best contribution of the year. Oh! His slurry mouth. Wow. Okay. Oh, it's all coming out now. Yeah, it's it going to make him MVD. That little picture video. Or sound, I mean. The gloves are off now. <laughs> the little gloves are off, Marvin. <laughs> little. No, those are mittens. Oh, the mittens are off right now. All right. How about we go to neutral corners here? We take a break. Let's get it on. Oh, that's another thing. Oh, uh, here we go. Uh, okay. Mills, Mills Lane, famous boxing referee, died at 85 yesterday. And he would always do the big boxing matches. And uh, he was there when Mike Tyson fought Vander Holyfield and, and Mike bit his uh, ear. 
And and Fritzy wore a uh, a T-shirt yesterday. Had a Holyfield bow shirt. I was all ready for you yeah. to set me up to talk Mills Lane and the fighting of uh, earlobes and stuff. But you didn't you didn't set me up to be able to set you up. You didn't say. I didn't. I was hoping my shirt. Like, why would randomly I'm wearing this boxing shirt the day after a legendary referee passed okay. away? Okay. All right. Uh, would you like to do your Mills Lane impersonation? Wait, what, Paul? I'm going to throw the flag Why? here. Why? Because yesterday, Fritzy, remember we, he started the Mills Lane off camera. I said, save it for the show. It's great. It's really good. Yeah. And then he missed it. And at the end of the show yesterday, I said, Fritzy, you didn't do your Mills Lane. He goes, oh, I forgot. I go, well, next time he passes away at age 85, <laughs> you could do that bit. No, I look at this. Sad I'm a little sad. Face. I'm a little no, sad. Okay. Yesterday was the day to do it. Okay. All right. Okay. I understand that. You one. made a mistake. He is still dead. You made a mistake. You'd like to pay tribute to Mills Lane, the great boxing referee. Go ahead. All right. If you knock your opponent down, you go into your neutral corner. Look at me. Mike, you bit him. You bit it here. Got to take a point off. You bit him twice. You bit him twice. I'm stopping the fight, Mike. I just, I just kind of nibbling at him. I mean, it's just silly. To do. Is that actual sound? <laughs> it's actual sound. Okay. I wasn't it, doing that. Just I was just playing a recorder. That sounded like Joe Pesci. Did it? Yeah, it did. Sounded a little bit like That's not what I was fishy. going for. Yeah, see. Yesterday when Todd had less of a cold, it sounded exactly like Mills Lane. Today, yeah. oh, it's not as much. Okay. Yeah, I'm a little congested. Okay. Let's get along. Yeah. <laughs> Mills Lane like with pneumonia. Yeah. Thank Low you. bar pneumonia. You bit him, Mike. Mike, you bit him. Take it a point off, Mike. <laughs> bit his earlobe. Okay. Get in your neutral corner. Are we done? Mm, yeah, I guess. All right. <laughs> I feel like... <laughs> okay, all right. Thank you. Thank you. Once again, I got to get Mike Tyson in studio so you can do the Mike Tyson laugh to him. And I'm hoping Mike has a sense of humor. You hurt my pigeons. You can't take my pigeons away from me. All right. Uh, we'll talk to Chris Sims, former NFL quarterback on loan from Football Night in America. How is it Baker Mayfield can step in and be the starting quarterback for the Rams? And he's only been there for 24 hours. We'll talk to him about that next here in the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Basketball fans know that things can be a little crazy this time of the year. Anything can happen. Last minute buzzer beaters, gaps in health coverage. But when the last one happens, you need Affleck to help you bounce back from the expenses health insurance doesn't cover. You may have seen the Affleck duck working with some pretty famous coaches, but did you know Affleck is a leader in supplemental insurance? Look, health insurance wasn't designed to cover everything, so when an illness or injury happens, you can be hit with medical bills that some people don't have the cash on hand to pay. That's where Affleck comes in to help. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Affleck pays cash, that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. It's never a good idea to try to play through an injury or illness, and that's why you got to level up your defense. When there's gaps in health coverage, Affleck has the assist for you. Get help with expenses health insurance doesn't cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other, as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, 
featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. All right, so uh, we're waiting for Chris Sims to join us. Is that right, Tom? He's all set. Oh, Chris Sims, Pro Football Talk Live co-host, Football Night in America, former NFL quarterback. Always great to see you, Chris. All right, help me understand this. Baker Mayfield, in the span of 24 hours, is going to have to absorb the Rams' playbook. We're told all the time it's complicated. Everybody's got different terminology. You've got uh, different routes. You've got uh, audibles that are different. Is it that easy that you, in 24 hours, could go and start for the Rams and be able to play tonight? No, it's it's not that easy. It's not now where you know he has a little bit of an advantage, or at least you know maybe some chance to make things work. And man, this is you know quite the uphill battle. Is that he at least has been in two places that are rooted in this West Coast system, right? So with the Kevin Stefanski. Even Ben McAdoo in Carolina this year. It's all in the same tree as what McVeigh learned. Now, it's just the ability. So a lot of the rules will be the same. But it's the ability to transition the language in your offense, Dan, where like, hey, double slant might have been bangle, right, for like the last year or whatever. But now they call it lion or some other. It's, it's instances like that. So it's going to be your ability to wait. Spit the ball, spit the play out in the huddle, and then organize it all in your brain. Literally, okay. as you're walking give, the line of scrimmage. Give me an example of a play you called in Tampa, and then a play you called in Denver. That the oh. the exact same play, right? But what would be the difference if I'm in the huddle with you? Oh, okay. Well, and then see now that that would be a harder transition. This is why I give it somewhat of a chance because McDaniel's and the Denver offense, the new the, the New England, the Raiders now. It, it was totally different, and I I laughed with this about Derek Carr earlier in the year because it might have been let's say um, we might have called um, you're making me on the spot here trying to figure out a play here but like where where in in Gruden it might have been double wing right 
200 Jet Vegas. Let's say it's 200 Jet Vegas. And now within 200 Jet Vegas, we had a double slant on the backside, and on the front side, we had a slant and a flat route, right? So there's that play. And, man, i got to remember what the hell they call this, but in Josh McDaniel's offense, it would have been like zero flood slot, um, 364 tosser slant flat. Right, so it's a little bit different. Tosser was two slants, right? And and I, I could probably could have better examples here, but I'm choking under the damn pressure. Now you see why I wasn't that great of a quarterback, right there. <laughs> but that's a lot to pick up. Can you simplify? I'd say dumb down, but that's I don't know if that's fair to Baker that's Mayfield. Right. But can how did how does Sean McVay simplify this that Baker Mayfield could start tonight? Right. Well, I think you know he he gets to the. I think the offense is somewhat dumbed down or simplified right now without Matthew Stafford anyways. And, you know, having to play Bryce Perkins, who's a young quarterback, and learning his way in the NFL, I think they've had to go there a little bit too. So what you do is, hey, Baker, you know, here's the plays we had in for the game plan tonight. You know, which ones are you comfortable with in your mind where you feel like you know the rules, you know the language, and you can kind of spit it out? And I think he could keep it simple that way. I mean, this it's not easy by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, it's not. But, but like I said, like because it's a similar offensive structure there, it might be doable. I just can't imagine it looking real pretty. If I would have told you in August, Baker Mayfield will be the Rams starting quarterback. Russell Wilson will be the quarterback of the worst offense in football. Jalen Hurts and Tua will be MVP candidates. And the Lions will have a better record than the Rams or the Packers. Which yeah. one would you have said no? Oh, uh, probably the Lions having a better record than the Rams and the Packers. That'd probably be the one that you okay. know jumps out. You know, you said a lot of good ones there, um, but you know, with with the Tua and the Hurts thing, I saw the potential with the team a little bit, and I had said some things like, "This could be dangerous. Watch out for this." You know, what was the first one you said there? Baker um, is the starting quarterback oh, for the Rams. Yeah, <laughs> of course, I never would have thought that. But also, I do think Russell a, Wilson. You know, oh yes, yes, Dan. That that's probably the 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 leader in the clubhouse right there. They I were mean, a Russell, quarterback away, right? That was right. it was going to be Aaron Rodgers was going to slide in there yep. and all that unleashed all of that potential. Yes, and it's not even close. And uh, you know me, I'm uh, I'm not always about putting the blame on the quarterback and all that stuff, but I, I have a a little bit of a soft spot for Nathaniel Hackett, and I understand he hasn't done everything right here, but. Uh, there's it's plain and simple. You watch every Broncos game, or not every game, but you've seen the ones that are on national TV. Yeah. I sit here and have done a few videos on social and things like that where it it's just bad. I mean, it, it's as bad as it can get. And Denver's had to actually dial back the offense even more and make it more simple to kind of help him out and make it work. But I never would have thought I saw a guy that was kind of on a Hall of Fame trajectory to clearly being the worst quarterback in his division, that, that's another one that's a, a pretty big shocker up there with the Lions' better record than the Packers and Rams. Okay, if I say more likely going into the Hall of Fame, Russell Wilson, Matthew Stafford. Ooh. Mm. <sighs> I, I guess... How, I'm not how count- is this a question? I'm not going to count Russell. I'm going to still go with Russell. No, well, Ru- I view- Russell is the guy, not Matthew Stafford. 
Well, I see. I I hold Matthew Stafford in a higher regard, you know, than than maybe the most of the, the rest of the public of the world. That that's where I just <laughs> so I view him maybe a little higher than everybody else because I know the crap he was involved with in Detroit for such a long time. Yeah, but even and when they went to the Super Bowl, Stafford led the NFL in interceptions. That's okay. He also was one of the leaders in touchdowns, and the interception thing is getting blown out. Uh, the the quarterbacks that were up there in interceptions last year were all the all the quarterbacks that were you know towards the final four and the final eight of football too. So he was aggressive. He does do some dumb things every now and then, but yeah, I'm still gonna go with Russell Wilson. You know his work ethic, what I've seen. I mean, Stafford is more talented. Yes, as a thrower for yeah, sure. Yes, yes, he is. But Russ right. is a nine-time Pro Bowler, went to two Super Bowls. Uh, I mean, I, I, it feels like there's recency bias that, that's hurting Russell Wilson right now. Well, I, I don't disagree with that. But, you know, I always play the game, too, of like, well, what would Matthew Stafford's life look like if he got to go play with the Legion of Boom and hand it off to Marshawn Lynch and win a Super Bowl by really being a game manager? But we go, hey, he won a Super Bowl. And you go, well, damn, actually, I think about it. I mean, Russell, did he do anything that, you know, special that year? No. And then it was kind of the next year where they started to go more in on him and he started to make plays and, and do that. But I certainly think Matthew Stafford's career trajectory, and I think we lose this sometimes, and would be a lot different. He went to a place where we all look at until just here about three weeks ago to go, place was a disaster. It's been a disaster ever since I was alive, except for like two or three years. And other than that, it's been bad. So, you know, that, that hurts his chances there as well. He's Chris Sims, Pro Football Talk Live co-host with our good buddy Mike Florio and a contributor to Football Night America. Can the Packers go on a run here and salvage the season and slip into the playoffs? Mm, I, I, I find that highly unlikely. I do. Uh, you know, one record, you know, the teams they got to play, I know the Rams, hey, they're better than them, but the Dolphins, the Vikings, the Lions, I mean, those are... No, they're not as good as the Dolphins. The Vikings, they're not as good as them. The Lions, we've already seen them beat them. The Lions got it going on. I mean, the Vikings, just, Vegas looks at the Vikings as frauds. Yeah, I do too a little Detroit bit. Detroit is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Yeah, I know. Against I know, the Vikings. It's, it's, it, it, is, it is crazy when you look at the optics of it. Minnesota is one of the enigmas of the year. Uh, they're, they're, they've, they've won, what, five out of the last six? And I feel like, they, you know, I don't think I don't feel like they've been outplayed in almost every one of those games. So I think that's where it's weird. I don't know if there's one elite aspect of their football team, right? And I think if you took talent on talent, we'd probably go with more positions in Detroit than we would think we would at base level. It's just Minnesota's a little bit more veteran, battle-tested. They got some guys that have been in the playoffs and been in big games and Kirk Cousins, and the Lions have just found themselves here over the last three or four weeks and figured out how to win football games and do things the right way. Uh, I'm still shocked to see Detroit favored, but but uh, not not shocked that it was at least a close point spread there. And the Lions have some things about them that are they're very positive. I know they yeah. are they are a dangerous team. If I said you could have next season, Kirk Cousins as your quarterback, or Geno Smith as your quarterback, ooh, I love me some Geno. And I was a big like, hey, Geno's going to have a good year. And if they lose games, it won't be because of Geno. 
it's, it's, I just I know the guy a little bit too much. He used to work out with my dad and brother. They always just, oh my gosh, Christopher Gino, he, he can really throw it. He can really move. He's smart. He understands it all. You know, perception of what happened in New York, I mean, almost blew up the reality and then never gave him a damn chance again. I'd still go with Kirk Cousins, but it's not the gap of like what people think. I mean, Gino, this ain't system quarterback manage the game type of crap here. Gino is, is two right now in quarterback rating. Yeah. yeah. And, and it, it, Cousins is 21st. Right. And Cousins is not having his best year. But Gino, yeah, th that's where you go back into the Russell Wilson conversation a little bit. And Gino, it's hard not to look at Seattle and go, man, how Russell had to be holding them back to a degree about what they're doing on the offensive side of the ball. I haven't seen them do this and what they're doing offensive scheme wise and play wise when they had Russell Wilson, but Gino's physical ability is greater than Kirk cousins to your point. Yeah. It is. Um, but yeah, I'm not going to quite, I'd, I'd like to see a little more evidence there before I start to throw him over Kirk Cousins, who I feel like is, you know, a little too disrespected at times. I know that you have a great relationship with Kyle Shanahan, his play calling, his genius. Now you got Brock Purdy as his quarterback. Yeah. So Brock Purdy will do what for the 49ers the rest of this regular season? I think he'll be pretty, pretty good. Oh, That's what I think. Hey, like okay. that? I had to do it. I don't know why that, I'm that dork. That's I just horrible. Had to do that's that. what Fritzy would <laughs> have done. I well, that's why me and Fritzy get along. We're both dorks. We understand. Yeah. Who's uh, but... purtier, Brock Purdy or Jimmy Garoppolo? <laughs> oh well, nobody beats Jimmy Handsome Garoppolo. Come on, are you kidding me? <laughs> but but uh. Okay, so I, how does Shanahan put right. Purdy in? And, and basically say, I want you to do what Jimmy G does. You don't have to win a game, just don't lose a game. Right. Well, I think that's what you're saying right there. Uh, the, the 49ers, the good thing about them is they've never been a quarterback-centric team. It's never been about, oh, we need you to throw for 350 and touchdowns. You know, will they maybe not be quite as aggressive in the pass game? I would expect so, yes, you know, to dial it back a little. But, man, he did some high-level stuff in that game last weekend. And against a Dolphins defense that puts a lot of pressure yeah. on you. Yeah. So, you know, Shanahan with that defense, you know, Debo Samuel getting healthy, the offensive line, it's the first time I've saw the real traditional running plays start to get going here lately with the 49ers. So Smash Mouth, you know he's going to come up with he'll just like we saw with Dallas this year. I think it's one of these things that can bring your team together a little bit. Defense is going to go, man. We got our backup in. We got to play better. Debo and Ayuk and McCaffrey or and Shanahan. They go, oh wait, we got to find a few more tricks to help the guy out. And you know, not, again, I I maybe have taken them out of the Super Bowl conversation as of right now because I'd like to see a little bit more. Mm. But the 49ers are still going to be a pain in the butt in the playoffs and would not be shocked if they won a game or two with Brock Purdy at quarterback. Is there a chance that OBJ does not play this season? I think there is a chance, yes. Uh, uh, one, the, 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 from what I had heard, and I think I was on with you maybe early on in this process, I had heard early on from some teams and said this with Florio on Pro Football Talk that you know, Odell was looking for long-term contract at a spot. And I was always like, well, that's not going to work. Nobody in football is going to just go, yeah, we believe you're going to be better and we'll give you money. And wait, you're a guy that kind of took a long time after the last ACL injury. And now this one's taking a long, yeah, we're going to give you 15 or 20 million a year. I never thought that was realistic. So that demand has to end. 
for me, the best play for him and the best play for the teams that want to sign him is, yeah, one year, figure it out type of thing. And then hopefully you can show everybody how awesome you are in the playoffs and put pressure on us to sign you to a long-term deal or you get to go somewhere else. But yeah, the more this goes on and the more I hear it, it, it seems to be getting a little dicier as we go along here. It's always great to talk to you, Chris. Thanks for joining us. We appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, man. All right. You the man, Dan. All right. Tell the guys I said hi. So I you. will. Guys, Chris Sims says hi. Hi, That's Chris. Chris Sims, Pro Football Talk Live co-host and uh, Football Night in America contributor. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. This is Steve Covino. And Rich Davis. And together we are Covino and Rich. Covino and Rich. Thanks, buddy. Uh, That's right. Covino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio's newest hit show. Heard weekdays from 5 to 7 Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Every Covino and Rich show is available as a podcast. Just search Covino and Rich wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe. I'm such a rocking dude. The show features our unique take on sports, injected with some fun, humor, and relatability. Listen to Covino and Rich five days a week on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covino and Rich, give me a hell yeah. Basketball fans know that things can be a little crazy this time of the year. Anything can happen. Last-minute buzzer beaters, gaps in health coverage. But when the last one happens, you need Affleck to help you bounce back from the expenses health insurance doesn't cover. You may have seen the Affleck duck working with some pretty famous coaches. But did you know Affleck is a leader in supplemental insurance? Look, health insurance wasn't designed to cover everything. So when an illness or injury happens... You can be hit with medical bills that some people don't have the cash on hand to pay. That's where Affleck comes in to help. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Affleck pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. It's never a good idea to try to play through an injury or illness, and that's why you've got to level up your defense. When there's gaps in health coverage... Affleck has the assist for you. Get help with expenses health insurance doesn't cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. As we uh, welcome in Lewis Riddick, former uh, defensive back and, of course, ESPN, NFL, and front office analyst. Let me start there. More likely to be a Hall of Famer, Matthew Stafford or Russell Wilson? Wow. Huh. You know, that's a, that's, that really is a tough one. I, 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 I wonder how much – I'll just say this. I wonder how much – the ending of these guys' careers will play into how people view their careers overall in totality. Um, because obviously Matthew will would end on a high. Now, let's just say Matthew doesn't play another down right now at the end of this year. You know, a lot of people discount everything that happened in his career in Detroit. They say that everything that Detroit wasn't able to accomplish was his fault, although we all know that he had little to no running game at all for the large majority of his career, little to no defensive help. And it was a guy who was putting up a lot of great situational statistics that rivaled anyone's. Russell, on the other hand, has a lot of team success. The team is always in contention for Super Bowls. They win one, have come close to a, you know, a controversial play call to winning another. But then the end of his career this year, this year has been something – yeah, there's going to be a lot of people who say they anticipated. I don't think anybody anticipated this year looking like it does for him. I just wonder how much that's going to color both of their careers. I would probably say Matthew is more likely. Wow. We'll see. Matthew Stafford's been to one Pro Bowl. Yeah, I know. Russ, you know is, Russ has been named at nine. You know, here, here's the interesting thing about that, though, Dan, right? I mean, there are pe- for as many people who will use that as a way to bolster their argument, there are people who discount the Pro Bowl every single day, every time it comes out of someone's mouth. Ooh, who cares if, if, if Russell made it to the Pro Bowl? There are people who say, well, Mitchell Trubisky made it to the Pro Bowl, too. And Vince Young. Right. So, you know what I mean? I mean, you know, you know what I'm saying. I mean, it just all depends what people's agendas are at the, at the very end and who they're actually trying to get in and what statistics they use to bolster their argument. All right, give me the uh, the short-term, long-term plan at quarterback for the Rams, and how does that involve Baker Mayfield, in your opinion? Yeah, I think short-term, I think for them, uh, you know what, I, I don't know if you can really come up with a plan right now until you actually know what the plan is for Sean McVay going forward, too. Because you hear a lot of rumblings about, you know, what what could this year have have done, and what could it be doing right now to Sean's long term plans as far as how long he wants to coach, which I'm I'm just speculating because I, I haven't talked to him about that, but this year seems to have been one that has caught a lot of people. Although some people say they, it, it may have uh, it didn't catch them off guard. I think this is catching them off guard as to how far they've fallen this year. 
Um, Baker Mayfield supposedly is someone who Sean really liked. Maybe he's someone that Les Need really liked. I don't know if they could be thinking that, well, you know what? Let's just see if this could potentially be the quote-unquote bridge to a longer-term plan at the position if Matthew, in fact, is suffering from something that may make him start thinking about retirement. Right now, they, they could possibly, possibly be on the cusp of the dreaded quarterback purgatory, which where they don't really have an answer. And maybe they don't have the means to go out and find an answer. And that is exactly where nobody wants to be. Whereas just a year ago, at the end of that of last year, when they win the Super Bowl, they feel as though they're sitting pretty sweet. That's why everybody came back. That's why Aaron came back. That's why Sean came back. That's why everyone wanted to be attached in some way, shape, or form to the Rams because they thought maybe we're in that spot where year to year, because of the fact that Matthew is Matthew, we have a shot. And now that could be flipped totally on its head. Let me look at the Seahawks right now with Geno Smith having an unbelievable year. Yeah. They're going to have the Denver draft pick. So that's third overall right now. Mm -hmm. You don't get in those positions very often where you're in the top five. You normally take a quarterback. Mm -hmm. Geno's playing well. You're Mm -hmm. Pete Carroll, John Schneider. What would you do if you end up with the third overall pick? Yeah, look, you know, they have more info than any of us have on the inside as far as just everything that has gone into what is going on with Gino. Let me just get right to it, though. There's no way that, especially if I feel as though Gino right now has hit a spot with Shane Waldron, their offensive play caller, and everything around him, there's no way I just let him go and just say, hey, look, this is just something we just caught lightning in a bottle and we just dismiss it in that way and then just try and move on and find the next latest, greatest young quarterback to move, to move forward with. There's no way I do that. I, th- I personally think from the outside looking in and having been out there and talked to them that Gino has found his home. Gino has finally hit that point where everything has lined up for him personally and for everything around him for him to sustain this kind of success. So I'd be looking to try and find what we like to call fair value for him in terms of a long-term contract. Now, once May rolls around, once the draft rolls around, I also would have an eye towards – Hey, look, if there's a franchise-caliber, a, a game-changing type quarterback... Well, you're going to get the second won. quarterback because Houston right. needs one. Chicago right. doesn't. you got the well, second quarterback off the board right now. That's right. Well, I'm saying if, if I believe that that guy is worthy of us investing in, whether it be for us or for someone... Look, having worked in Philadelphia and seeing how Andy Reid treated quarterbacks and how he believed that you can never have too many of them and you don't pass on them, then I would probably be thinking that, you know what, we still go ahead and select one of those if we feel as though that is uh, something that would benefit uh, benefit us either now or later. There's no, but but what I'm saying is it still would, it would not change my strategy as far as trying to find fair value for Gino. What he is doing, I believe, is sustainable. What he's doing, Dan, if you took the name off the back of his jersey and erased his background, yeah, you'd be talking about him in the in the in the MVP conversation right now. You could do it objectively and subjectively. From just watching him and then looking at his statistics relative to everyone else's in the NFL. He's been that good. He's Lewis Riddick of the mothership. Uh, if I would have said back in August, these scenarios could happen. Baker Mayfield's going to be the starting quarterback for the Rams. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson will be the quarterback of the worst offense in football. Jalen Hurts and Tua will be MVP candidates. The Lions will have a better record than the Rams or the Packers. You know what I would say? Honestly, I would have said this. Anything is possible in the NFL right now only because 
as Bill Belichick says a lot, what happened the year before really does not affect what happens in the present time. People like to talk about, well, if you finish off the year strong, we'll carry that momentum into the next year. You know how much time goes, like elapses in between the end of one year and the beginning of another? And how many things change? Players' mindsets change, players' bodies change, coaches change, you know, circumstances change. I would have said it's possible. Especially, and then if you broke it down piece by piece, you could make a case for all of those different things happening. You really could. There's none of those would you have said, well, that's impossible. There's no way. There's just no way in hell that's going to happen. Especially listening to now how all, how all kinds of people have come out of the woodwork to kind of support everything you just said. Every single thing on the upside and down. <laughs> I know that. Yeah. Every single thing. <laughs> Help me understand the uh, 49ers game plan, having Brock Purdy as your quarterback. When you have skill position players, you have maybe the best defense in football. Yeah. How do you ask your quarterback to not do too much? Don't <laughs> don't try to do too much. Basically, just be Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, man. I mean, I think I think it's probably something that's kind of been probably set up from the very get go, from the first day that he came in there. That I'm sure the offensive coaches were like. You know, when, when you kind of break out into your own position meetings, and in particular in this case in the quarterback meeting, I'm sure it's been told to them, hey, guys, look, do you see everything that we have around us? Do you see how supported you are? This room doesn't – we're not going to talk to you the same way that maybe they talk to Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City or Justin Herbert down there in L.A. or Aaron Rodgers up there. You don't have to be the man. You just have to work within the plan here. And I'm sure that's been drummed into their head, regardless of whether it was Trey Lance in the beginning or Jimmy when he came back or now Brock Purdy. That, that, that's all you have to do here. And he played that way last week. But he also, he also you know, for as much as you drum that into quarterbacks' heads in particular, at some point in time, you know this, quarterbacks do have to make a play that Kyle couldn't script perfectly, that the blocking scheme couldn't work perfectly, or Debo wasn't open perfectly, or Brandon Ayuk, or, or George Kittle. And he's going to have to do something that goes outside of structure. And he did that over and over and over again, though, against Miami. But, and Josh Porter was trying everything. He was going, oh, young quarterback, Mr. Irrelevant, there's no way he can handle this eight-up, nine-up type pressure. He doesn't know who's coming. He doesn't know which way we're coming from. Yeah. And every time he had an answer, man, which you don't know how guys are going to react to that until you put them in that situation. And I'm sure they went back in their team meeting room, in their coaches meeting, and were like, did you see that? Did you see how this guy handled this and this and this and this? Happens all the time in the NFL, man. We don't have expectations of people, and they exceed them infinitely. Or we have high expectations of people, and they don't, and they don't meet them in a way that shocks us all. That's the beauty of the NFL. Take me back to your career. The wide receiver where you just went, this isn't going to be a good day for me. <laughs> um, 1992, Atlanta, playing the 49ers, Jerry Rice. <laughs> yeah, um, that offense overall, I was like, this ain't going to be a good day. Brent Jones. Ricky Waters, Jerry, John Taylor. I mean, it was just like, well, who's next? I mean, who's coming at me next here? And I had been out there in 91 
in training camp. So I knew what this offense was like, but it was just the pace and the tempo and the, I mean, everything was just like, boom, 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 boom. They were constantly out of the huddle. Like every, and I was just like, and Jerry was a machine. He was a, Dan, I think, you know, we, we oftentimes become victims of recency bias and look, there, there's, there's guys doing stuff right now in the NFL. That's just mind boggling the athletes and all, you know, and, and what they're able to do. Jerry was doing it in a day, man, where, you could literally try and take his head off with any kind of shot. I mean, you could hit him upside his head with a forearm, head hunt. You could do all kinds of things. And there were guys who were absolute killers on defense back then. And this guy never blinked. He never blinked. He never slowed down. He always got his yards. He always got his touches. And those guys, I mean, it was a freaking machine. And I remember th- sitting there sometime, you know, in that game out there in Candlestick going, I'm helpless. There's nothing we can do to slow this team down. I look at Dan Marino and Jerry Rice were so ahead of their time. Absolutely. Uh, And Lawrence Taylor, where you just say, oh, my God, this isn't supposed to happen now. Now everybody has they're looking for that Lawrence Taylor, and you're allowed to just be one-dimensional. Just go after that guy right there. But Mm -hmm. Jerry, what he did when as a defensive back, you Mm -hmm. could rough him up. And mm-hmm. hold him and do you know get away with a lot of things. And even mm-hmm. Marino, with what he was doing, with you know, the quick release, getting the ball out, letting his playmakers, I mean, those are the three guys that probably stand out to me. No doubt. Eight. Hey, and they yeah, I mean, and you make a great point that you had an intimidation factor then to where you could literally play the mind game with people as far as I'm gonna make you question offensively just how much punishment you really think you want to take. <laughs> okay. There were guys who played that game better than anyone as far as that intimidation. You remember the Super Bowl when the second time the 49ers played the Bengals and the hit that Ronnie put on Nicky Woods in that game early on. And Nicky was running all over the NFL that year, doing the Nicky shuffle. No one could stop this big joker. And in that game, Ronnie made it a point to say, I'm going to send this guy a message early that you don't do that to us. <laughs> and when he hit him in that game, you never heard another word out of Vicky the rest of the game. You can't do that now. LT, you're absolutely right. I, pl- I, wor- I worked with Donnie Warren in, when I was in Washington in the early 2000s. And I used to, the old Redskins tight end, or Washington tight end. And I used to ask Donnie all the time, like, what was it like? playing against this guy. And he said, Lewis, I'm just going to tell you, LT didn't talk a lot. All those things you see on the on, on the NFL films videos of him talking against the Jets and all that, LT didn't do that very much. He didn't have to. All you saw, though, was in that face mask, when he winked at you and he looked at you and you just saw those teeth smiling, he was like, that's when you just said, oh, my God, here he comes. <laughs> here he And he said, and you know what? When we, 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 we used to put on the tape and just sit and watch it sometimes, and there were 21 guys moving at one speed. And, and there was this other guy who was just moving so much faster. And there, I used to sit there and go, there he is. There he is. There he is. And you didn't have to see his jersey. And, there, and you're right. It's not like that now. You, you've lost that intimidation factor. Um, and I understand why they've legislated it out of the game. But what those guys did, those game changers back then truly were, especially on the offensive side, they were true game changers because there were people out there really trying to do whatever it took to slow offenses down. And I, I saw it, man. It was a different mentality then. That's why I have nothing but infinite respect for guys like for guys like Dan, 
Mark Clayton, Mark Duper. I played against those guys when they were in their heyday. Mark Clayton, Mark Duper, Keith Jackson, when they were all on the same offense down there in Miami. Not more, yeah. It was unbelievable. I remember Dan Marino coming up in a game when I was with the Falcons down there in Miami, coming up to the line of scrimmage. It was like my very first career start. And I walk up the line of scrimmage. I walk up there to press Keith Jackson on the line. I'm like, yeah, this is the Dolphins. <laughs> oh my. And I look, and I look, and Danny looks at me. He comes up to the line. You know how big and strict. And he comes up to mine, and I look him right in the eye, and he winks at me. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, what does that mean? I'm like, does that mean there's my fish? Hey, pit brother, you know what? Hail to pit. What does, <laughs> what does it mean? You know, and it was, it's just such a cool story though. But he was, and I was just like, man, that's freaking Dan Marino. <laughs> and then he was like, set hut, and I was like, well, better cover this. <laughs> What a great time, though. It was a great time in the league, man. It was a great time. Always great to talk to you, Lewis. Thank you for reminiscing, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. You got it, bud. Thanks. That's Lewis Riddick. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply.